podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another morning report from Courtside Fracker. This morning I'm joined by Golden State fan, Nii Aydini. Not too bad, man. Woke up a bit sleepy then I saw that CP3 stat line. I woke straight up, man. It's, yeah, it's interesting. We spoke, we spoke to each other on Friday organising for today and we both discussed how it was going to be a sweep. You were pretty much in agreement. So uh, I was hoping the fact you lost the game that also woke you up, yeah? <laughs> Nah, man. It's coming, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Shaq, best team in the East. What are you saying? Best team in the East. You know, let's do do what we do. Same old, same old. Just do an ongoing battle with Pollen right now. Hey, keep it. I've been that guy before. I've been that guy before. So... Um, yeah, we're catching up after a pretty busy weekend of uh, the first round of the 2022 NBA playoffs. Uh, I can't remember a first round being this um, enthralling, but you know how it is. When you're in the moment, it always feels like you're, you're enjoying the best times you've ever had. Uh, we'll focus on the games from Sunday today. Um, so let's get right into it. Start with the Milwaukee Bucks um, taking a firm grip of their series with a 119 to 95 uh, win over the Chicago Bulls. Nee, um, give me a quick game overview of a series which it looks like the Bucks have taken yeah a full grip of now. Yeah, cool. So basically, game one, Bucks got through that, and then game two, um, the Bulls started hitting that from the mid range, and the Mar went kind of crazy, or kind of nuclear. And then you saw in game three on Bull and Hoser. And Bud made some good adjustments onto the defense. Um, so in game two, Yance is playing a bit of drop. Um, and that kind of suits like the ball style of play. Like under Mars gonna like pull up in transition or like pull up into like rhythm and that like, hit the mid-range. Um and like Yannis was like too far under the basket, so he wasn't really stepping up. Um and the, and they're getting kind of killed the Bucks on defense. And Yannis had a bad defensive game, to be honest with you. And in game three, they make adjustments, he's playing more at the level. Um, and like the kind of like packing the paint and kind of forcing the balls to shoot from three. Mm. Um, they're not a bad three point shooting team, but with Lonzo out, he's I think shot like 42 percent from three last year or this year. Wow. Yeah, he, he was kind of lights out from three. Um, they haven't really got that presence from the three. Um, and like if the Mars being swallowed up and he's being forced to pass the ball out from doubles and then like they're sort of scrambling, yeah, he was kind of long for the for the Bulls in game three and then same again in game four um and that like, Drew was locking up DeMar like he put I think Drew went on to DeMar in that like, game three and said I'm gonna shut this shit down and he did um I think Zach Levine came out kind of aggressive in the first quarter yesterday yeah he had a decent first quarter but um apart from that he he, he hasn't really gotten going um in this series to be honest I think he has he's kind of a bit of an injury yeah but, so um, supposedly what's that I said supposedly. Yeah, supposedly, supposedly. But I mean, like, I mean, he's on the floor and he's playing. So I, I don't know how much you can take from that. But to be honest with you, I wouldn't look at this as a series or like a game where you look at the Bulls and you think, oh, like they kind of stink or whatever. Um, I think they've done well to get one game. If you look at the box, they're reigning champs. They've got the best player in the world. Um, and they know what they're doing. Like, they've got the defense, they've got, they've got their attack. And then you've got people like Grayson Allen coming off the bench. 22 points, game three, 27 points last night. 
um, it's just kind of long for them still. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. I hear you from an overview point. Uh, one thing you, you missed out was the fact that obviously Chris Middleton uh, went down. That's a, that's a player that, uh, you know, for the last few years, he's been the Bucks' closer. And for those of you who are listening, because there ain't no visuals, I did air quotes when I did closer. Um, so, you know, the, the expectation was that that may give the Bulls an opportunity to make these games a bit more competitive. But they proceeded to get curb stomped in the last two games. You, you mentioned Grayson Allen in the first two games, he scored five points. Yeah. So is it a case of the, the Bucks being deep and it simply being next man up? Um, or should should the Bulls be doing more? Should they be doing more? The Bulls just suck. I, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm having no remorse with these guys. Because throughout the season, when I was saying our best team in the East with my boys, I was like, oh, be careful, the Bulls, they could do this. And DeMar's dropping 51 points, and Zach Levine's going to give them 30 and with 15 assists. He got like 14 assists yesterday, credit to him. But when it comes to the playoffs and the light shine, DeMar DeRozan is the same guy that was in the Raptors. When it comes to the playoffs and the light shine, Zach Levine is going to refer back to Zach Levine of I'm a brick satin and I can't carry that team. And that's what happened. I'm, wow. I'm uh, Caruso, oh, the Lakers were begging for Caruso back and he gives you that defensive element. But what did he drop yesterday in points? Well, yeah. I think he dropped yeah, 10. Um, yeah, the box, I'm swallowed him up because like, he's the guy who normally like, connects the dots and um, like, offense and that like, runs a bit of point. Listen, no, I'm not having any of that. So, yeah. And missing Lonzo Ball, I don't want to hear it because they didn't have Middleton. So, you know... Sometimes it's just a regular season team. Boy, so who was the man of the match or, or player of the game then? It was definitely Giannis for me. Like, and what did he even drop? I can't even see. But it's yeah, probably something it was, like 30-17 or something like that. Yeah, it was 32-17 um, and 7. One of them LeBron, Larry Bird-esque stat lines. Yeah. Um, and he's gone third all-time in regards to players with 30-plus, um, 10-plus rebounds and 5-plus assists in the playoffs or, or, or something like that anyway. So, Yanis being Yanis. Uh, who won the coaching battle, Nee? Um, I would say it was Bud. Um, I think putting Drew and a bit of coverage on Caruso and like, just making the offense a bit sticky, um, like putting the right doubles in the mark, closing and like, packing the paint so you can get into the mid-range, I think really helped them as well because um, if you kind of like stop that first um, element of their play, like you've taken like ten ticks off the like the clock, like the shot clock, and then like they're starting to scramble and look for shots, and they're passing it out to suboptimal three point shooters. Um, and like the bots are kind of like hedging their bets with those open shots, but it's paying off right now because it's it's falling into the right hands of like the, the wrong shooters basically. So, well, you say you, you yeah, don't want to see more more Kobe White ball, no? No, I'm good, man. I'm not <laughs> a big fan of Kobe White still. <laughs> What do you have down as your blunder of the game? Um, it wasn't even really a basketball play, but I, I saw um, Zach Levine and DeMar let him leave the game early. Um, <laughs> and I thought that was pretty funny because I was like, you guys didn't do shit throughout the whole game. So like, just <laughs> stay and ride it out of your teammates, did it? Oh, you say they don't have a right to leave early? Nah, man, just stay. It was 12 seconds, man. <laughs> like, there's no need to go and pout. Just stay to end the game, is it? Do you know? Do you know what kills me? Yeah, is uh, I think it was after game one, Demar was six or twenty-five, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna shoot six or twenty-five again." Um, I don't know how what you guys are haters. I, I'm a pure hater, less so in basketball, but generally a pure hater. So a few years ago at the Celtics, Kyrie said something similar, like he went like 
seven of 21. And he's like, yeah, I ain't going seven of 21 again. Then he went eight of 24 in the next game. Um, so obviously, Demar's had the hot, <laughs> hot game too, but he proceeded to go eight of 20 tonight, which wasn't which wasn't so bad. But uh, I, I love when these players come out in the post game and they make these kind of bold declarations. It's just like, bro, they're not going to give you the ball where you want to get them to give you the ball. And I think um, watching, it doesn't feel like Demar and Zach are connected. Um, it feels like you go, I you go, I go. Um, and I don't know how many of um, Zach's points he got in garbage time because they, there was a time the Bucks were so far ahead they kind of brought out Serge Ibaka, the other Antetokounmpo, and then they saw a bit of a run and then they brought their starters back in. But Levine was still on the court. Get a couple of points, dish yeah. a couple of times, you know, make that stat sheet look a little bit decent. Um, and I guess finally, who were the lights um, too bright for? I guess you say Demar, innit? Like I hate to be in this guy's case. Like I know people shredding to pieces, but if you look at if you look at his um like playoff like points and like performance, like just historically, it's one of the worst, man. It's kind of sad to see. I'm not gonna lie. You say he's a career playoff underperformer, yeah? Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Like if you look at it, I think he's like generally like one of the worst performers in the playoffs. But it's it's interesting because where he eats is where teams typically give you space to, to yeah. shoot in the mid. Most teams will defend the three-point line and they'll defend the rim and they'll give you the mid-range. So he, he should be going to work, no? I mean, I guess so. But if he's, I mean, like, I'm in his own head and fighting himself, it's kind of hard fighting a five-man defense and then fighting yourself as well. Boy, this is this is where we talk about players being connected with their teammates and getting, getting the most out of them. Uh, and I think there's some work that, Billy Donovan needs to do and the fact that they don't have Lonzo I guess I know Shaq ain't trying to hear that but the fact that they don't have Lonzo to to potentially help them dictate proceedings and make sure that the ball is shared probably plays a part in that um but it's been a, a, overall a good season for them boys but yeah I don't see this going any more than five really do either of nah, you nah it's cooked it's over cool cool um I've made you wait long enough Shaq um let's come across to your Miami Heat uh, a dominant 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 110 to 86 with um over the Atlanta Hawks in Atlanta um give us a game overview sir um you know best team in the east I've said it too many times i'm still not impressed okay i'm i'm not impressed we didn't play that well as a team um especially like we don't play we're not playing spoiled like basketball like how we like to actually play Bam's not being aggressive enough. I think he only shot eight times yesterday. He was like four of eight, which is good. Like, I didn't mind, but I want to see you take the game to someone, especially someone like Clint Capella. Put the ball on the floor like you like to and drive. Like, I want to see a bit more aggressiveness. But um, because we're so good, like, because we're actually so good, it was a light, it was a light game. Um, Trey Young, boy, I love Trey. But we are the worst possible matchup that he could go against. In too the small. Too like, small. So, so I said it in the last pod and I'll say it again. Like, he's too small. Cool. But also, you like to do switch onto the center, drive at him, get your float or whatnot. Like, our centers move their feet. You think you can drive mm. at Bam with speed? Like, nah, not Bam. Like, not PJ Tucker's there for that. Like, it's cool. Um, Again, like, we had a good night. Like, Struess, every, everyone on the, on the, all of our starters dropped more than 10 points, which I was happy to see. Yeah. All of them, all of them bar Max Struess. Max Struess done four of like t- four of 11 or something like that. 
no, four fourteen or something. So he shot like twenty five percent, whereas everyone else. Why, why was that? What, what, what were Atlanta doing anything to put him off, or was it just one of them nights? He's just a I'm a shoot regardless, and he's a streaky shooter. That's that's Max Struess. But like mm. when he's when he's hot, it's peak. But he's just a streaky shooter. But um, other than that, like everyone shot over forty percent. Well, just just I can't wait to see us in the conference finals. Like, bro, much. you're you're skipping the semis, yeah? What against? Philly and that. Always okay, yeah, conference yeah. finals. Um, yeah. Quick question about the preemptive sixth man of the year, Tyler Hero. Um, yeah. What's going on? The baby goat, you said. Baby goat. <laughs> like, That's what you said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said it again so I can clarify it for you. The baby goat. Right. Yeah, yeah, clarify for us. What's going on? One of eight. So, one of eight yesterday off the bench. Again, like one thing about Tyler Hero is he. He doesn't shy away from taking a tough shot. Yeah. So sometimes it's he's on, like he's coming, he's moving and he's just pulling up or like he's going mid range and pulling up. He had a bad game yesterday. And like, you know, everyone has a bad game. It happens. I've seen like goats apparently do it Steph, Clay, KD, whatnot. So you got to get onto it for that. It's fine. It's players, no, no, no. I think it's, <laughs> it's, less, it's, less, it's, less, it's less that it's more. Are you generally worried about him? Is there anything that the Hawks are doing to put him off? Nah, um, nah. The only thing that can put Tyler Harrow off is Tyler Harrow. Okay. Like, sometimes your shot's just not falling. But the thing about him is, when his shot's not falling, he'll keep trying to shoot out of it until Spoelstra tells him it's time to start distributing. And he he runs more plays than he does um shoot. shoot. So, yesterday it was a bad game, but fortunately we didn't need him because lockdown season, you know? Okay, who do you have as your player of the game? Has to go to Jimmy Buckets. Totally, like it's he's having a hell of a series, man. He used to be fair. Yeah, dominating. When people are talking about Demar Derozan and these mid-range guys, are you really not going to talk about Jimmy Butler? Like one thing I liked about Jimmy yesterday was it was just pure aggression. There was even a part in the second quarter where. People have now started like he likes a corner three, especially on the left hand side. Don't know why, because he's still not that good at it. But <laughs> if he's open it, if he's open, he'll shoot it, especially when he feels comfortable. He shot, he bricked, and in the next play, he got the ball and literally turned around and went straight to post game. Like go back to what you were what you know. Ball, like, yeah. Yeah, like that's that's Jimmy Butler. So I, I I have to give it to Jimmy Butler yesterday. He's defensively excellent because that's what he does. And offensively, he set the tone for everybody. So, mm. um, it, it's a pretty obvious question when you when you blow out your position. But uh, who won the coaching battle? <laughs> Best coach in the East. Um, it's got to go to Spelsher. It's just the, the the main thing is this: like offensively, you can see how we run our plays. We run it normal. Um, that that defensive element of how we set up for defense yesterday. You looked on man crazy. It was, it was actually perfect. Like the the timing of our like we didn't let Trey Trey Young get to the perimeter and not have a double on him within the space of five seconds because we knew the switch was coming. All the ISOs and whatnot. Like even when you know, like you can see that we've locked onto when he likes to take his long range free, mm. which bricking by the way yesterday. Like I, you have to give it to Spo. His defensive like awareness right now, he's up. He's up. It's through, it's, it's through the roof. Yeah, I feel like a certain player yesterday where like Trey came up and like he was trying to like, work off the screens and whatnot. He showed Jimmy first of all that he saw Bam, and then he saw PJ Tucker. And I was like, boy, this is a really <laughs> long bad thing. <laughs> they, got, they got that boy in hell, man. Yeah, boy. Oh man, yeah, 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 yeah. I think um, 
to mind me, he are professionals, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like Atlanta, great, great season last year. They they've had some highs um in this postseason as well, obviously getting through the play and then obviously game three. Um, but you're you're up against a team of professionals now, uh, and they're men as well. You know what, when we talk about Miami Heat basketball, um, yeah. so it, it was always gonna it was always gonna end like this, really. Um what do you guys have down as a player of the game? Play of the I think game. Play that game is probably um, that bit I just talked about when they were swallowing Trey up. I think the first quarter they did all right, the Hawks. Second quarter, like Jimmy came out and kind of dominated. And then I think they had a couple of plays where he came up in transition, Trey. And like, they were just locking him up. And like, I'm obviously Trey does this thing where he ball pounds heavy. And then when he can't get no space, he like passed like a grenade to someone in the corner. And they were doing a lot of that, yeah. So like, I think that element of the game in the second quarter, just like locking Trey up, I thought was like he was just mad that defense. Yeah, you know, I, I would, I would, I always think play of the game to think offensively, but I'm just gonna go over a defensive play like what you said as well. Yeah, like our defense shown through more than anything else yesterday. So yeah, yeah. Uh, blunder of the game if you guys have got one. Trey Young, any anything he shot. Yeah, I any, had Trey as well, man. Any any shot that he took was a blunder pretty much i'd say it's not one specific play but there was a straight away position there's two straight back-to-back possessions he comes down he's basically getting locked up he was pj tucker on him and he forced a shot with like 18 seconds on the clock still make mm. a play brick we rebound we go down lay up he walks down logo three don't hit the rim like yeah trey young and there's I mean, a certain yeah, play i had i think it was the end of the first where he had like the like the last shot of the quarter, and like um he does this thing where like you know when he tries to like make space he starts dribbling like extra fast like it's the same dribble he always has same same dribble package but he just his arms are everywhere his legs are flying everywhere and they totally locked him up like I think it was Bam that or Jimmy that was on him he looked at him like I don't know what you're doing bro and then he shot some break as usual um yeah man Trey had a bad game yesterday. Mm. Shot up some brick as usual Trey Young yeah interesting. I say that back because I'm chased by guy. <laughs> in this series, it's been a long time. You muted yourself, Mora. And finally, yeah. and finally, who were the lights too bright for? So, as I said, right, Trey's my guy, isn't it? Yeah. Me give me, give me somebody other than Trey. I know, so I'm, I'm going to go with her. Yeah. You can't play 30 minutes, drop four points, and shoot something like 14% of me not talk about it. Like, Hunter was minus 29 on his plus minus, but he he actually played okay, and Trey was minus. But (laughs) Hurter was only minus nine, but boy, when I I talk about Brick, right? Yeah, man. And again, we didn't have, like, a defensive set for him. Some of his shots were actually open. The lights were just too bright, bro. It's it's not for everybody. There was a shot he took in game three where it was kind of like Trey had been double teamed and he tried to take a deep three and it's like, if Trey can't get a playoff, they're lost. They're absolutely lost in regards to what they're trying to do. And you'd think that the reintroduction, because game two was interesting. I think, again, you could have... Game three was interesting, and I think, again, you could have won that. Um, But a lot of the time you were getting your offensive rebounds and you were getting to start again. And I thought, oh, Clint Capella's back. So they got a bit of size. So 
hopefully that should happen less. So he should have less second chance opportunities. And Kyle Lowry's out with a hamstring injury. So this potentially gets interesting. But you yeah. guys absolutely, yeah, curb stomped any sort of hope they had of potentially trying to make this an interesting series. So, yeah, job done, know, really. I just want to give a special mention for the last two bright thing. Because I know mm. I'm going to hurt a little bit, but Jonathan Collins, mm. uh, Mr. Second Star, mm. welcome to the first name Jonathan. Are you? Are you... <laughs> I can't call my John. Yeah, he's playing like his name's Jonathan. Welcome to the playoffs. <laughs> this look, is the big yeah. leagues. Nah, look, yeah, this I is the big leagues because I think like the Hawks, like, and their offense is too standard, man. Like, and they need more ball, like ball movement. Like, I don't know why they're still doing this trade ass with him then get doubled and pass out to the corner or whatever. Wait, um, hold on. You don't know why. Listen, they live by trade. They <laughs> die by trade. He got them to the fi- uh, the Eastern Conference Finals last year. And d- despite a poor start this season, he, he should be all NBA. But And he's, he got them to the playoffs again. But I think you're right. They need a second guy. You've got DeAndre Hunter, who's an interesting prospect. I want to see more from him. You've got John Collins, play. who they've committed to as well. But they need to have a second guy um, to, to run plays through. Yeah, um, yeah. Or they won't. They won't. He's Like I say, like we were talking about Chris Paul before the um, pod started. There's only so far you can go with guys who are really small. Now, yeah. you, put a, you put a 6-7 Jimmy Butler on Trey Young he can't breathe. I, yeah. I can't breathe. You know, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be absolute hell. So you need to have guys um in the post or on the wing, ideally a wing scorer who you can give it to. And listen, it's Miami, so it's defense, so it's gonna be difficult. Yeah. Okay, New York. A different we ain't we ain't New York, that's all I'm saying. You yeah. ain't sweet, yeah. Yeah, no, 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 not like that. <laughs> so, cool. Um, let's come over to you, Nee. Obviously, like I, I, I said before the pod started, I don't know if I mentioned it once the pod started. Again, when we when we caught up with each other on Friday, this was very much meant to be a coronation pod. Um, Nuggets swept, Golden State through the second round, bit of a rest as well ahead of... Um, who, who do you potentially play? The winner of what series? Is it the Mavs series or the Grizz Yeah, series? I'm meant for series. Okay, so you played the, the winner of what looks like it's going to be a war of a series. Yep. Um, but, you know, the, the, the preemptive MVP, Nikola Jokic, said, I'm not going out like that. Um, and the Nuggets beat you to the tune of 126 to 121. Um, mm-hmm. Give us a game overview, Nii. Yeah, sure. So, that, um, to be honest, the Nuggets came out high splitting in two. They didn't want to get something at home court. Um, they did the same thing in game three. Like they gave us a few punches, which I expected. Um, and I think they were up in the first quarter in game three as well. To be honest, like they came out pretty much firing. Um, with that, you know, like their home court, they don't want to be swept. They got the MVP potentially. Um, it's it's kind of what you expect from a rogue game, innit? And like what really good, like vet savvy teams do is just hang around and like creep around. And if you go into like the half with like a 10 point deficit, calm, you come out, you stick with it, and then the fourth quarter. That's where you like you kind of shine through and like, you execute down the stretch. Um, but to be honest with you, I think the bench player, like the role players for the Nuggets yesterday, really stepped up and that really made a difference. Um, and our role players didn't, unfortunately. Mm. I think we had 20 turnovers in the game. So if you look at that from that aspect, that's where you kind of blow a game anyway. So we did pretty well to stay in the game. And then if you look at the production we got from I think what like Iggy and all poor, I think maybe <laughs> I think between them they hit like one field goal from nine between the two of them 
um, and Iggy was getting destroyed on defense by Boogie. Uh, I don't know. They didn't hit any field goals, actually. They didn't hit any. There you go. There's zero for that. Whatever it was. <laughs> you got no buckets with those two. Um, but yeah, man, like, um, I think the early foul trouble from our Warriors players, so like Clay picked up like three in the first quarter, then he got a quick fourth in the second. That kind of took us out of rhythm of our rotations. Mm. Um, and then we had, a, I think we had the lineup where we had um, like Steph and like four non-shooters. And that was the sort of shit we were seeing two seasons ago. And I was like, boy, this is going to be a long season for us. I don't think we can kind of run that sort of... Um, um, sort of line up in the playoffs and I'm more experienced with you. I think we need to have at least two of Clay, Paul, or Steph. Um, because of that non-shooting threat from us, it it's just not gonna work. Like teams know how to play that. Like they just leave Iggy open for the free because I know he's not gonna take it. Or if he does, he probably miss. Um like GP2, I know he hit three threes in a row the last game, but I mean that's not something you expect from him in every game at all. So yeah, man, and there's a bit to work through with like the fouls. I think the rest were a bit too, like, on whistle heavy to be honest for both teams. Um, oh, but yeah, man. I mean, it's why it's cool, and they got really their game. Well. I'm happy for Jokic. Um, and we moved to game five with it. Okay, I, I thought they actually won um, when they you know that altercation at the start between Draymond and Aaron Gordon. Mm. I feel like that's when they decided they were going to beat you. That's enough really? of that. You think so? You're poking guys' eyes out. We're not. We're not having any of that. Um, I think the kind of uh, high-level overview you gave was interesting. Like I was saying to you before the pod started, I actually thought you'd have that run in the fourth. And to be honest, when you made it a tie game, I think you were even ahead. You were ahead at some points late in the fourth. I thought I thought that was it, to be honest with you. Um, but as, as we go through the, the, the categories, we'll, we'll discuss. Um, who did you have as a player of the game? Um, player of the game is Jokic, um, 38 76 his shooting splits were 66 60 100 which is just absurd man like and that's the mvp for me um and i, I know people have been saying Draymond's was the best defensive player in the league he is and that like, he's doing a great oh. job in Jokic. he is but like he's doing about as good a job as you can like you're only going to limit his greatness so much like he's still going to get his buckets like i don't know what he's averaging this series but i bet he's over 30. um yeah Jokic is you can't disagree with him being the the player of the game um, stats-wise, that's what he's been doing, and it hasn't really been getting you then the wins, has it? Because it's not enough. So uh, Monte Morris, some tough, yeah, he, he made some good, that, he made some good freeze. Some Aaron good Gordon freeze, decided I mean, he wanted to in your head. Yeah, Aaron Gordon decided he wanted to play like somebody who's getting premium money as well. Um, so yeah, obviously Jokic definitely, but yeah, they had a few guys step up, even Bones. Bones came up and made and, yeah. and made some plays, and he, he he's playing with a kind of effort. Like it's crazy how teams play when it's you lose this game and you go home. It's almost like before that game, players are a bit tighter and they're a bit like, oh man, I don't want to, you know, got yeah. something to lose because. But when it's like, boy, we're gonna go out anyway. A lot of guys are just free, and then they start yeah. shooting, yeah. And, and they and they make some shots and they open up they open up the floor a bit for for themselves and um, their teammates. Um, who won the coaching battle? Me. Coaching battle. Um, I well, um, they won the game, but I think <laughs> that um, the Nuggets won it. To be honest, with um, oh, what's his name again? I forget his name. Mike Malone. Mike Malone. Yeah, yeah. Um, they started the game with Aaron Gordon and Jordan Paul. This yeah. game, which I thought kind of like roughed them up a bit. You saw JP holding his hand or whatever. He was quite physical with Jordan Paul, and like he wasn't really in rhythm. Like he wasn't 
Um, he wasn't the Jordan Poole that we saw in games one to three, basically. Um, and obviously, I said that the foul trouble. I think he did a really. I think um, Bones as well came in second quarter, hit some really big shots, um, added a lot of energy to the team. So I'm interested to see if Bones maybe gets a starting spot ahead of Will Barton now, um, potentially. I think that'd be pretty big for them. But yeah, um, I think Malone won that matchup because towards the end, down the stretch where we went into um, the zone, um, he kind of read that and then he made some adjustments um, and he ran that play for Monty Morris um, at the end to that cut through the zone because obviously we expect Jokic to handle the ball and make the play. But it was Monty Morris that got the bucket and effectively got them the win. So, Okay, okay, cool. Um, next, let's talk about the play of the game. Play of the game. Um, it's either that the defence is stopped on front of Nuggets when I don't know why. But yeah, talk us through that. For, for those of our listeners who are, not that I gloss over it, for those of our listeners who didn't watch the game, talk us through that play. Uh, cool. So I think it's a tie game. I'm at that point. Um, um, Steph has been hot. He's, I think, he had no, no, you, you, you were losing and you're trying to get it, get uh, you're down three and you're trying to make it, yeah, we'll make a play to keep the game tight. Oh, okay, yeah, oh, yeah, that was it, yeah. So I, I think that yeah, Steve, as soon as rationale after the game, that he wanted a quick two for one to get a quick bucket, then have the last position. All right, yeah, cool, that makes sense. But I think what happened was is that, um, we had all inbounding, um, and for some reason. We didn't put this ball in that Steph's hands who had been hot and I think he got like 19 points in that quarter or something like that. Um, he was making everything. And then we threw a lob pass to Andrew Wiggins uh, to try and finish at the rim, who had just previously blown like two possessions ago, um, a put-back dunk. So mm. if he was the right guy to run a play for, I'm not too sure. I wouldn't have done it personally. And I'm sure Steve yeah, Kerr, if he could have rectified that, he would. He, but, he um, had a good game. He had a good game. So a couple of things. He, did he had a good game. game. Apart from the putback, he also had a little, like he got into the post and just a little push shot that like he tried to drop. Just he a did, bit yeah. too, too heavy he on it. Keeping us in the game in the second quarter, third quarter. Yeah, and a, a lot of people are going, oh, you know, Joe Kitt sort of play. You ran that same play against the Nuggets in the regular season and, and scored off of it. Um, So they probably saw similar stuff. Um, Warriors Twitter's not happy with Steve Kerr, bro. I mean, yeah, but I mean, like, those guys are always bitching and complaining anyway. I mean, I don't know what they want from me. I, yeah, it's a bad play. It's a bad call, but we're up 3-1. It's not too much of a problem. Like, just live a bit, innit? I mean, like, we're playing an MVP. We're playing a decent Nuggets team. What are they, what, fifth? Fourth, decent? Fifth they came? Yeah, come I on, mean, they're, they're second or third no, best player no, around. You know, you know what, Lee? You are the most lenient warrior fan ever. <laughs> like, my, my team won yesterday, and I got onto players. Jordan Poole, you even said nothing bad about his game, really. Steph Curry shot three of eleven from three point range, and now you're saying let Steve cut off. Bro, we're talking about a coach who has won what three championships, taking us to like five finals. That's history. I've been talking about yeah, we're talking about yesterday, bro. Like, like they, like bro, they haven't got Michael Porter Jr. They ain't got Jamal Murray. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. this series would actually be very interesting, and you actually might be yeah, like I'm gonna be contender I'm next year for sure. It's like it's typical Warriors. You get to play injured teams, like you know, normal for you, like. But okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, come on, if you're gonna say like, oh, you have to let Steve, it was, it was just a bad play. It was a bad call. Like you tell him it's a bad call. Do better. Because Bro, he, I, I just said it was a bad call, but I mean, I don't really care about the loss. Whatever, it would be the next game. 
This is this is that privilege talk because you're playing to a, a busted up team. Yeah, I like it. Is, yeah. <laughs> this series is over. I don't care, it was bro. a bad call. Who cares, man? They ain't got their two other players, man. <laughs> I said it yesterday, bro. It's all part of the vision. Oh, we need that revenue to play Jordan Poole, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For Jordan, for sure, had a quiet game. He didn't really get into a rhythm. Um, what do you have as the blunder of the game? Um, blunder of the game is probably that. Well, it's not probably. It is that Steve Kerr cool um, that um. I feel that was influenced by me. I feel like you were going in a different direct um by Shaq. Sorry, I think that you were going in a different direction in terms of blunder until Shaq was like, hold nah. on a minute, hold on I'm a minute. One hundred percent going to be that play. Like one hundred percent going to be that play because like, that was the game. Like that was the play that lost the game in it effectively. Um, mm. Like then it's, you're playing for like fouls or trying to get a quick turnover. But yeah, I'm um, that game that it, it blew the game for us. Um, mm. put, and yeah. I didn't understand the play. Um, I get maybe his logic a little bit, but to be honest with you, just put the, put the ball in their hands in it. He was hot. Well, let, let him go. Let him work, find yeah. Fair enough. I had potential players of games as well. There, Steph had a four point play um, in the in the fourth, late in the fourth. I think a uh, shot, obviously a three. Somebody got him, um, and he actually made his free throw this time. Uncharacteristic. He missed four free throws. Yeah, that was um, yeah yes, yesterday as well. Um, blunders as well. Draymond fouling out. Um, which obviously makes which makes finger a bit more more difficult. To be honest, I don't think that was even too much. That wasn't really on him. Like this, like the Warriors had some sloppy defense. Like Steph, as usual, his awful defense. He helps way too much, man. Um, yes, but and that was beef. He actually chips in though. He he steals. He's he got um, he's got really as good. As a slight guy can he he competes as much as a guy who's slight can do on that on that end. I think. Um, but yeah, like, like, I'm on ball defense to be honest, but like the off ball defense, like we, we got a knack of help, like over helping too much. And um, that was what mm-hmm. I think that was the same thing that lost us the game against the Nuggets in the regular season when they hit the three point in the corner and won the game, mm-hmm. Steph over helping. And then Dre's got to come out and contend and make fouls and stuff. So I think it was partly like the man defense that broke down yesterday and the reason why Dre fouled out. Mm. Why not more Kuminga? Because he was he was doing well. His, his athleticism is slashing. Um, his defensive effort uh, and, and length on that end as well was causing them issues. Why did he only get 11 minutes? I think that's a bit of a um, blunder for me. Park was different. So, like, if you see when he first came in, he was kind of like a daring headlights. Like, he wasn't really rolling to the rim or cutting to the rim as quick as he should have been. Like, there's a few players you could have seen when, like, Draymond made a few passes that um, he didn't quite catch because he wasn't where he needed to be at that mm. point in time. And then if you look at it defensively as well, um, I mean, he struggled a bit. Like it's pretty intense. That's like, a playoff game. I think it was it's the first minutes he saw, or maybe it wasn't. He played some more. But, I um, think it, I, th- I think it might have been the first. Yeah, it might, yeah, it was the first. If it was a series, a game to give him a bit of a run, surely it's this series. Surely um, like, he, he he had a he had a solid regular season. I think he may he may he he may make or should make all rookie second team. Oh yeah, he will. Um, I think. Play, play the lad. Let, let's let's see what he's made of. Um, but who am I again? Steve Kerr, three championships, like you said. So who, exactly. who am I? To, who am I to say anything? Um, <laughs> and I guess um, who were the lights too bright for? Lights too bright for. Um, he had a bad game. I mean, I what think Iggy was I'm terrible. Jordan Paul, get Jordan Paul. Forget about Jordan, bro. The, the lads would be bright for him, man. He, the guy who's shooting lights had the three games previous, man. Yeah, but no way about that. That game, 
Them we're talking about so yesterday's bad. game, bro. You gotta call your guy. This is a morning reaction to the night before, yeah. So you gotta get into it. No, I refuse to give you right for no way. No, you way. refuse. You refuse. So who's Judy getting there? Yeah. Sorry, you give it to Iggy, bro. I'm Iggy was terrible. <laughs> <this time. laughs> Not yeah, it. No yeah you're a nasty oh. brother, man. A proper, proper nasty hey, brother. No way. Uh, nah, man. That guy was getting fisted up by Boogie, man. He was missing all his shots. Nasty, man. That's the rap, man. He's at 45. It's cool. Is <laughs> I think he only shot once or twice. I don't think he, don't think he shot very much uh, uh, Gudala, actually. He shot too many anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think he... Yeah, he only shot three times. Um, Cool. Like I said, same with the Heat series. That's going to be over in the next game. Yeah. Uh, on to the next round. Um, and let's finish up with a series that not just you guys, but a lot of guys in, in the courtside community taking a lot of glee out of with Devin Booker out. Um, new, the New Orleans Pelicans make it real interesting. 118 to 103 win over um, the league, regular season leading Phoenix Suns. Uh, Shaq, give me a game overview, please, sir. You know what, yeah. I was actually impressed watching this game. I actually saw somewhat, somewhat good game of basketball. I thought that, you know, Chris Paul would have stepped up and just slapped, but CP3 is going to CP3 when it comes to these playoffs. Mm, talk about it. Uh, he, he is. He, he kind of reminded me of, like, the early, like, watching Jordan Paul early on. Like, it was kind of... <laughs> It was kind of the same thing. Nah, um, it was a good game of basketball. I was impressed with Aiton. Like, he actually became aggressive, like people had said he needed to be. Um, I think he dropped something like 24. He was aggressive all game. It was, it was a good game of basketball, but Brandon Ingram, boy. Boy. Like, they cooked. And well, Pure people, Hooper, yeah? Pardon? Pure Hooper. Yeah, pure Hooper, yeah? Pure, pure Hooper. Top and 20, man. I'm telling you. I guess you could do that when the star players out, but Credit to them. They still had to win the game. And Pelicans, they done their thing. So, I'll give them their credit when it's needed. Like, they they stepped up. Chris Paul, you you need to step up. Now, this is your team again. Yeah? And this is a, I'm just trying to help the young boys. Now, you need to be the old boy and drop some buckets. He, so, which, he, which he has done in both in both of their wins when Devin Bucker was there. Look, well, they they he, Devin wasn't there for the game three win, so let's let's acknowledge, let's 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 acknowledge that. And he closed. Um, I think got like nineteen in the fourth. To be fair, yeah, he, yeah. He's, he's closed well, not just um, in the playoffs. He's had he's been one of the best statistically. Thinking him and Dev were the best two closers in the regular season as well. And what was killing me is the fact that the the youngsters on the Pelicans they ain't trying to see it pushing him. Of Alvarado did what Alvarado does, and he, he snuck the ball from him, which led to a Pelicans bucket. I think it was Herb Jones pushed him onto the floor. They ain't here for that. The same way the, the, the Grizzlies boys were disrespecting LeBron in the regular season. These men don't care that you've been in the league for 20 years. These guys don't care that you're Hall of Famers. These guys don't care that you're league-defining players. They're here to disrespect you, you know, um, and really make you respect them. So who was um, the player of the game? It's B.I. Yeah. It's B.I. Let's talk about him. Let's talk about him. Um, mm. Another mid-range savant. Um, why was he such an issue for, for the Suns? They, they've got, obviously I didn't catch the game, they've got uh, Defensive Player of the Year candidate Makar Bridges um, and they 
been an elite defensive team all season. Why is he causing so much issues for them? You see, personally, I think it comes down to even just watching a bit of tape. Like, Mikhail Bridges get guarded like he normally guards. But, like, with a player like Brandon Ingram, and even if it was, like, a DeMar DeRozan or, like, you have to guard him in a specific way. You need to know how to take away some of their moves, take away, like, their strengths and only let them have tough shots and whatnot. B.I. was just cooking regardless. Like, a lot of his drives were drives to the right, which he loves. And he had them every single time. Then he would be pulling up, shooting your face. Like, Mikhail Bridges tried what he can, and then they doubled up a lot of the time. But this is where we say he's got that KD build. Long arms, and he's a great finisher at the rim, too. You're not stopping him. Like, if he, if he starts cooking, there's no stopping him. And that's the reality behind it. He's done that. So, Mikhail Bridges tried. I think Crowder tried for a couple of possessions as well, but Crowder got cooked. Crowder, Crowder got cooked. There was no point. So... Give, give him his credit. B.I., yeah, he took it by storm. And I, I have been a doubter of him being a star player, so on and so forth. Yeah. Top 20. I don't know about top 20. Like, he top might be 20. top 30. But, yeah. He's, he's making, he's definitely making an impact in these playoffs. And I guess um, with every um, pre-game warm-up um, dunk they show from Zion, part of me is like, is he going to make... The longer this series goes on, is he going to show up? Is he going to show up? Come off the bench? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, I mean, if you can do the dunks that he's doing pre-game, surely you must can give your team 15, 20 minutes. No, um, yeah, but 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 we'll see. But they've made this a, a series for real. Um, who won the coaching battle? Oh. You know, Pelicans won... But I think they went down to more individual brilliance than like coaching. Okay, so is that is that sustainable across the series? I don't know where I, where I like the coaching battle from Philly. Is that people like like what they spoke about in the last game? You saw a reaction to it I, again. I'll emphasize like Aiton was the aggression I asked for from Bam. Aiton had it like he was just going at people. He was getting his rebounds. He was going straight back up like things like that. I have to kind of put that down to the coaching battle as well. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, that's nothing I saw in like game two and game three, um, where they brought in um, Larry Nance and put him at the five. And like, so like, there's that um, lineup that the Suns have where they bring in, um, what's his face? And Javel McGee. And he kind of like um, does his normal thing where he like um, runs a riot for like 15 minutes, gets you like a bucket load of rebounds and like a few. A few lobs and stuff, but I think them bringing that Larry Nance at the five um, has kind of disrupted that a bit. Um, and I think Justin Hayes has it. Javel went. Javel went for fourteen points, hundred percent from the field. You gotta respect it. That's a free time. That's a free time champion league veteran. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch the game yesterday, but I would say like in general, evidently, like, evidently, I think, I think hey. Billy Green's, hey. Green's coaching ability has been decent. <laughs> yeah. I love. It. I'm thinking. Hold on, I swear I, I took a peep at the box score, Javel, like, he had a, he had a good game. I, I respect that. You, you know what happened there? You In your mind, you went back to his Shaqton days. But he played for your Warriors, so have some respect. Even if he did have a, have a good game, don't mention it. The same way you're going to ignore Jordan Poole's bad game, give give Javel that give Javel that same respect, yeah? He wasn't even a hater for it, to be honest with you. And at the box score, I peeped <laughs> that, but the, like, the only thing that stuck out to me was Chris Poole's four points in it, so... <laughs> I 
this is who won the coaching battle. Not, not shit on Chris Paul. Um, next one is play of the game. Were there any particular plays that stood out to you? Oh, bro, listen, yeah. B.I. I'm going to go with two plays. Um, I can't just give one. There was the third quarter post posterizer. Put that man in a poster. Literally drove to his right. Again, double coverage on him. And if he just flushed it. There's nothing you can do once a hand... Who did he flush? Who did he flush? Mikel. I believe it was Mikel. Oh. I think it was Mikel. Fl- flushed. Oh. Oh. Filthy. But my actual big, big time player of the game... Was I'm um, sorry, I had to sniff a bit. This hate, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, first quarter again, Brandon Ingram, I believe it's still Mikel Bridges guarding him, drives to his right, goes baseline. Um, then he gets help from Aiton and Crowder up under the rim, reverse. And I'm talking high arc, don't even touch nothing but net. It's one of the best buckets I've seen of the day. Like, like getting free points and stuff is all, is all nice when you're doing an under, under, like up and under windmill. And then don't touch nothing else besides net. Yeah, B.I. Play of the game for me. Beautiful. Ho- hooping. You, you're gassing me. I'm going to have to go and watch it. I'm going to have to go watch the highlights. I just want to watch. I hope somebody produced a, a YouTube. Just B.I. Buckets. B.I. <laughs> BI doing work. B.I. doing work. Game four, yeah? Yeah, it might be sponsored by Jeff. You know that? <laughs> um, blunder of the game. Oh, it's got. Oh, I don't want to do it because it needs me happy, man. No, do it, do it, please. It's yes, obviously, please. that's what you're gonna do. Like, obviously, me. I swear, uh, he lead, he lead forward in his seat, man. <laughs> I know. What? My agenda will be fueled. My agenda will be fueled. It's cool. Look, I'm gonna give blunder of the game to Chris Paul. Mm. He he done. What happened things. though? What he didn't even shoot that much. What happened? He's got an injury apparently, which I saw this morning. His left hand or something like that. I'm not, not going to listen to that. I'm not going to lie. To here you. we go. Here we go. Here <laughs> we go. <laughs> he was on a court. You know what I'm saying? I give yeah. the game to Chris Paul. I think it was literally it was either back to back possessions or one possession, and then another one. Then then the second, the third one came, and just two turnovers in a row. Like you, you have to protect the ball. It was third quarter as well. You have to protect the ball a bit better. It doesn't make... <sighs> That's crazy that you're saying that about Chris Paul. I know, but I think he even left yesterday with six turnovers. I would never put money on Chris Paul having six turnovers in a game like that. Especially against the Pelicans, where I don't rate them at all. But, yeah, blown with the game, I'm going to give it to a turnover from Chris Paul. It was, it's just silly stuff. And I get that a lot of the time he was just trying to facilitate because he... One thing you like about him, why he's a vet and why he's one of the greatest point guards of all time, um, is that he knew his shot weren't falling. All right, let me just try and create, but his creation wasn't falling either. Like everything just looked a bit lost for him. So, yeah. Okay, okay. And who were the lights too bright for? Like, yeah, Chris Paul's are easy, but the, I, I'm not doing he's it. Played, uh, he's played hu- hundreds of playoff games. The lights literally can't be too bright for him. But if you're gonna use his name, use his name. I'm not. I'm not. My agenda will be fueled. I'm gonna save Chris Paul this. And I've got to call out the boy Bridges because let's not forget that he dropped nine points as well, right? Yeah. He, he's relatively new to this kind of playoff stuff. Like, obviously, he had a run last year or whatever. But, yeah, yesterday it was, I right, there's no booker. And all year you've kind of been cooking as well. Like, you've, you've yeah, done... And, and you let B.I. go ham on you. So, <laughs> your defensive looked a bit, woo. Yeah. yeah. A bit washed. 
But then on top of it, you're offensive. Like, this is where you get to go and get your buckets because there's no booker. And you gave me nine points. Boy, even eight. Eight points even. So, yeah. Gosh. Eight? I thought it was yeah. nine. Yeah, I think it's eight. I've, eight? Yeah, I took a quick <clears throat> Yeah, it was eight pretty short game for you as well. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's tough. But um, I guess that series, to be honest with you, um, I would not be surprised if the Pelicans won it in seven. Um, but we're expecting the Suns to pull it out, right? They they were the best team in the regular season comfortably. Yes, nah, no Booker. Yes, yes, no Booker. But they're gonna go home. You're gonna expect Chris Paul to have a, a strong game. Um, and even if the Pelicans take it back to theirs and win, um, Suns to to close it out at home. Or what are you saying, Nee? Pure hating. Um, it's not even just the pure hating game, yeah, but like, I saw something in game two where they won. Obviously, in game three. I think they would have won if Justin Hayes didn't get ejected for that bogus push um, on Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder used did his usual instigating. Yeah. Um, and then, to be honest, I think they should probably be up 3 1. So, oh, the Pelicans, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So it could have been the closer in the next game, but it's fine. Man. We'll, I'll finish this thing off at home. It's cool. Yeah, okay, okay. So Lee's got, Lee's got the Pelicans knocking out the, the one seed. Shaq? Yeah. Same. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, I, if there's no Booker, as much as I love Chris Paul, is he's not enough? The best buckets on the on the court is gonna be Bi, and, and then it's and then it's CJ, right? After Bi, yeah, yeah. And I can't lie, buckets, buckets of everything more time than not. So you just book it at the right now. Right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it to the Pels. Yeah, I mean, yeah, CJ didn't even have a good game yesterday, so. No, yeah. That's 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 margin. That's margin for improvement. Boy, looks like the Suns have got themselves a series. My mm-hmm. word! If they go out in, hey, <laughs> anyway, lads, 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 listen, let's let's cut the let's cut the pod short. Uh, we're, we're 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 descending into we're descending into slander now. Uh, <laughs> Nini, <laughs> uh, a pleasure. It wasn't the coronation that we thought it was going to be, but an interesting game nonetheless. I uh, really enjoyed that one. Um, Shaq, the Heat doing what the Heat do. See you guys in the finals. <laughs> See you in the finals, bro. <laughs> Sports Social Podcast Network.